Welcome to D&D and D, the Dinner Party Role-Playing Podcast. I'm your host and Dungeon Master, James Gressel, and I'm going to adjust my microphone. And here are the fun people. Hey! Oh, hey, hey. yeah. Oh, oh, wow. Let's all adjust our microphones. Everybody adjust okay. your microphone. I'm going to adjust yeah. my microphone. Adjust I can't really hear me it. that well in Neither my ears. I. Is that... Yeah, and, and that's not a bit. bit. I, oh, oh, there it is. Oh, my God. Now I'm so much louder. I'm louder. Maybe yeah, okay. Okay. Now I'm all right. I sound great. Yeah. She sounds great and warm. I'm not going to turn uh, you down. What about now? Nope. What? You're good. Okay. But be close to the microphone. Mm, yeah, baby. Jeez. That's Ooh. that NPR. There, there it is. is. That's not that's, a flimmetti voice, That's episode <laughs> one classic. Boy, oh, you yeah. have to like get right up on that to yeah, get yes. the NPR voice. Got to well, be right on top of them. Every single one get of them. Is it so breathe? gross. Like, are you going to hear me breathing, or is this? Yeah, okay. I don't know. I'll be able to notch out your breaths. Like, okay. Notch it out. Notch Thank it you. out. Just, notch just like a flinch. Out. Sometimes you know you can't fall asleep. Gotta notch it out. <laughs> We're off to a great start. I do it in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So. <laughs> We uh we're back with everybody. It's been a little bit. We have uh Just a little bit. I hope that everybody has uh, been enjoying the the uh the Tim stories. Thanks to everybody for your patience. This stuff came out. Uh, I got jury duty out of nowhere, and that really fucked up everything. I loved. The D and D and D Twitter while you had jury duty. <laughs> like, it was just Gressel complaining about jury duty. It's the worst system I've ever experienced in my life. Wow. I, I think I think And you had to actually go taxes in taxes make more sense to me Whoa. than jury duty. But there's not oh. a better way. I know that's the thing that sucks, sucks. Is there's not a better way. I understand okay, maybe there you know, like how else do you try to pursue justice for things like that? Whatever. This is not the place for that. I did not enjoy. I did not enjoy my time with jury duty. Um. Uh. I. I'm sorry to all of the lawyers. The money's good, you know. You get to buy not, houses no. and not cars. Necessarily. And, yeah, it depends, it depends on what kind of lawyer you are. What kind of lawyer you are? It's like being an if athlete. You're a, if like, you're a good person, lawyer, the money's not very good. Yeah. <laughs> if you're a Sandy from the OC, the money's not very good. You see the house. So they they lived Isn't in. That, do you that's know the what, wife's what money? Woman though, right? he married? Oh, I know it's the dad's. Oh, we don't have to get into this. <laughs> that's a different. That's, that's a, a whole different, different thing. thing. Um, like when my mom was doing law, like she has a set of morals and ethics. She didn't make a ton of money. Uh, <laughs> you know? yeah. It's you uh, also you have to dedicate like so much of your time to that job too. Uh, I follow one law person on YouTube, and so I I know like a bunch about the career now. <laughs> And it's it, you get what you put into it and you can put everything into it and have no time for anything else that's important in your life. That sounds familiar. Let's escape into the the wonderful, uh, interesting, fascinating, funny fantasy world that I have weaved for you, my friends. Thank you. That sounds good. And then we can eat cookies. <laughs> and I already had one. I, was gonna say, I already ate a cookie. <laughs> I, did you make cookies for us? I didn't make them, no. You ordered They're, them, the fraud. Yes, I did. I or, we, we got Christmas cookies today um, because this is our last recording session of the year, and it's just before uh, I leave to go back to Michigan for Christmas. And for and um, so we got we got Christmas cookies from Susie Cakes, oh. which we got a few years ago. Eric is eating one right now. I'm actually oh. going to grab a little gingerbread guy myself right oh, now. Oh, what the hell? Um, on mic? Yeah. I'm not going to carry him. Mouth noises, Janice. <laughs> Can you grab me one? Uh, and then uh, I also, um, there is there's leftover, there, we, we didn't open the caviar that I got for Thanksgiving. Can we put it on the cookies? No. Ew. I mean, you could. A it little bit of creme fraiche on a sugar cookie and a caviar. caviar. Do, you, do you know the caviar sizes? That was a uh, only connect sequence question that I did not know. Um. I, I don't. I, I, I am not. I, I'm not. <laughs> I don't have the means to eat enough caviar yeah. to know the caviar it's size. It's how I learned ounces. It? No, the biggest size is beluga. Beluga. Oh, oh like that from, kind of Like size. the different uh, yeah. Isn't it fishes? Tall, grande, venti? Right. Yeah. Wait, how big is a beluga caviar? I have no idea. Is it like an ostrich egg type situation? Uh, Can you put well, your hand inside of it? Salmon roe's pretty good size, so if it's bigger than that, then it's probably beluga whale. Is it like though boba it's a whale. Size? Yeah, but well, then why would it be eggs? 
I don't know. Uh, this is what what oh, I have is sturgeon, eggs? I believe, and it's uh, a cetra caviar from somewhere. The, I'm sorry, we can't play the game. We need to find we out to why out. why beluga with eggs exist. It's because yeah. it's from the beluga sturgeon. Oh. oh, so it is sturgeon caviar. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so it's not big like an ostrich. No. Um, that would be gross. What's the biggest caviar? What's the biggest fish? The biggest fish Sunfish? egg? Sunfish? Sunfish are pretty good. Whale shark, I think, technically. Yeah, it'd be a shark, right? Mm -hmm. Those have those weird sack eggs. Ooh. Do we eat shark caviar? I probably. I think we're. I don't think we're allowed to eat shark anything. Shark galoot. Galoot galoot. Yeah, we have a we have a treaty with the sharks that if we don't eat them, they won't eat us. Yeah. How's that going? Pretty good. I mean, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there was this incident in '75 that kind of caused some tension. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's gotten better since. Outliers sounds like. Yeah. It was really the uh, mayor's fault. So. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But yeah, yeah. So we also have some caviar. I was gonna make some blinis later. <gasps> we can, there's champagne from leftover from the bodies, bodies, bodies kill count. That's been sitting open for so long. No, you have a bottle. Ooh, it's in gonna the, be even oh, the sealed spicier. one. Yeah. Do you want me to fucking saber it? If you want, I'll do it Apparently again. Apparently, it's I'll easy. I'll fucking do it, it again. Yeah, yeah, it looked very easy. I did it in one go twice. <laughs> I'll do it a what? third time. Damn. I bought three bottles. I did one practice one, did it in one, Sick. then one on, on camera and did it in one. Yeah, Can I watched the camera glass? one. Yeah, it was almost underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> it just happens, and I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah I did it. Uh, so, yeah, so we can have some Christmas cookies and some champagne and caviar and uh, toast our final session. of And friendship. And final and hangout. And friendship. Yeah. I was like, and final fantasy. Oh, um, yeah, let's play that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I meant to do the caviar on Thanksgiving. I totally forgot about it. It's okay. That's okay. There wasn't, there isn't that much of it. And there were a lot of people. You did a lot already. So you're off the hook. I, (laughs) in my books. Uh, so yeah, so let's, let's get into, let's get back to the story. It's been a few. Last we left you guys off, you were following the hidden tunnels that, that Marjorie as pants discovered inside of uh, the walls of the, the palace in Steelshank, the, the Imperial Palace. You followed them down into a temple hidden in the mountains where you discovered some of the cultists. It seemed that it is related to the cult that has been uh, terrorizing the town and the expo that they are holding. You all had secret identities that you were using while interacting with the royals. Uh, Marjorie's pants, the bottom half of Creature, which was uh, Flack, Bucket Baby, mm-hmm. and uh, which was the creation of uh, Onesinier Crammon, which is mm-hmm. Zabbis's alias. Fletch was going as Windrear Flint Fury. Flint Fury, yes. Uh, a, a just interested party, a, a curious um, elf who is, is, who is just into science. <laughs> But right now, you guys are just on your own, and you don't need to necessarily uh, stick to those uh, hidden personas, because um, you left the prince, Prince Cedric, and uh, his chief of staff, Lord Dormac, with the one remaining guard in a, in a puzzle room that was full of complete darkness, darkness that nobody could see through, um, even with dark vision or anything. Uh, but Marjorie got through. Marjorie got through because Marjorie could see um, some some ancient writing that remi- that was reminiscent of uh, old people language uh, on the on the floor, and was able to fl- follow that path through this dark room into the temple beyond. However, when you were in a library room in the temple and uh, going over the gems that Marjorie stole from uh, Prince Cedric's cannon arm, everybody's got one. <laughs> Everybody has a gem and... Uh, oh, yeah, because my gem is just kind of a wet, wet rock. Wet rock, d- tingly rock, uh, lightning rock, and then uh, the thunderclap went off and uh, set off an alarm. Which one did I have, tingly? You had the lightning one, I, I believe. had lightning? Yes. And I had thunder? Yes. Lightning yep. and the thunder? You guys are so cute. Thunder, thunder. Flack also has... The, a like levitation belt or a mechanical belt of some kind that was that was given to him by Cedric, um, 
and is controlled by the tablet and stylus that Margarine stole from Cedric. Yeah. Uh, so you have turned Flack into a lit tricycle. I'm fucking lit. Yes, which uh, is wheels with like like for all intents and purposes LED strips on them. He's like a weird dude in Venice. Yeah, you're you're just mm-hmm. rolling around yeah. on your little trike. As you guys <laughs> yeah. are, it's like, what's that selling, guy doing? Is is he selling something? Selling t-shirts with Marilyn Monroe with a bunch of like gang tats. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that that is the situation. The alarm is going off, and you guys are uh, are in the temple. So you've just left this library room. The alarm is blaring. The torch lit hallways uh, are uh, very old. And though they are lit by torches, and torches seem to be at least maintained enough to light the way, this doesn't appear to be a particularly hospitable place. It's kind of run down. There's broken stones in the floor that just, you know, give way to ground. Even some of the walls, uh, chunks of it are kind of collapsed or overgrown. Roots are peeking in through uh, the ceiling or, or the walls, wherever they kind of can find their way through the cracks in stone. It's a uh, it's an old, dark feeling place like you don't it's not warm or hospitable. You don't really get any you don't get good vibes from it. But you are in this hallway now behind you is the library ahead of you. uh, The hallway leads to a T where you can go left or right. And the alarm is blaring. What do you do? James, we like faked our deaths, right? So technically once in your encampment doesn't have that's, to be that, alive anymore. That is true. Whoa. Yes. Right. The yeah. the there was a crumbling of the floor that collapsed. That was the that was the trap in that puzzle room was that mm. uh if you did not follow the path as it was illuminated, uh the floor would collapse and you would fall into some sort of uh long fall and then a splash happened. You don't know necessarily if it was water or not. Um so yes, as far as the prince and Dormac are concerned, the creature and uh, ones in your cramen are no more. Okay. I also want to remind everybody that there is a perfectly crafted bird beak in Zabus's bag from the first episode. What? Of this season. Oh, of the season. Yeah. Wait, why? Uh, we were trying to disguise Margarine as a big bird and it ended up doing something different, but we made like a, like a nat 20 bird beak and I wanted to hold on to it. Crazy. Okay. So in case it I'll comes up. I'll remember it. Maybe. <laughs> in case you have me- need need for a bird beak, yeah, hmm, or a long pointy thing. Mm-hmm. Do we oh. want to fight or do we want to stealth? Which way is which? Uh, well, I could write anything on this little tablet. Oh, well, we should probably do stealth first to see what we're up against. We don't know. Yeah, let's like scout the. The perimeter or whatever. I think you still have pass route <laughs> trace in effect. Should, so yes. everybody's got plus 10 to stealth. Yeah. Uh, so you can go left or right. Uh, back the way that you came or back the way you came. Back the way you came through the library leads to like a uh, courtyard um, or atrium, I suppose would be a better way of putting it, where there's a second level below that you could see into. And uh, uh, from the top level, you know, it, there's like a big square. and a walkway all around it. I rolled perception to look to the left and the right, and I rolled a 10. Uh, hallways both ways, um, and then they also split. Uh, all you can hear is the alarm blaring. Uh. It's, it's equally loud in both directions. Do we see any people from where we're at? So far, you do not. Do we know that? We did see there people. Did. people. Zabbis yeah. and Flax saw people. Yeah. Yeah. But they were down the atrium. They right? were down on the lower level. We should go left. That's what I was thinking. I feel like left feels good. Margarine yep. starts going. All right, you go left. You get in, you get to another T where there's another left to run. Left always. Left, left again. Let's go square. Yeah. Let's go uh, in a circle. <laughs> <laughs> you go left again. Now you have reached a staircase that descends down to a lower level. Down again. This uh, this opens into. A larger, uh, a larger room that has doors uh, along each side of it. Uh, there are four total doors. I can't. 
kidding. What if we... Hey, guys, uh, so now that we have four doors and there are four of us, what if we each stand in front of a door and open it all at the same Ooh, time? I love that I idea. like it. Well, Gress will be mad stupid. at us. Yeah. <laughs> I'll if, stand in front of door number three. What if I want the first... I want the left one. The farthest left. I want door number one. I'll take four. Marjorie zips her fucking mouth. <laughs> and just and pick stands her up in and front of door number, in, the remaining door. Yeah, Ooh. with her arms crossed. <laughs> All right, you guys are standing in front of each doorway. They are uh, stone slabs um, that have a, I guess it's a knob uh, of a uncut black stone jetting out from, uh, from each one at, uh, at a lower uh, height than would be comfortable for a doorknob for Zabbos or uh, Fletch. Um, and it's a little bit too, a little bit higher than Margarine, but Flack, Pretty much right for you. Perfect. I open it. <laughs> oh, hey, we all okay. Oh, I opened mine too. I thought too. we were gonna come. Oh, sorry, yeah, what the heck, man? Oh, sorry. Uh, one, two, three. Oh, damn it. Marjorie checks for traps. Sixteen. Sixteen checking for traps. Um, no, not your door is not trapped. Um, however, uh, it is locked. Oh. Oh. The other ones are not, and you open up door number one the door to the immediate left from when you come came in that's mine uh seems to be a uh break room you open up the door and you find yourself looking into it's not necessarily a kitchenette because it's not like there's a coffee machine or anything Mm -hmm. um but there are a couple of uh you know there's some seating and there are three cultists one has oh. a mask, his, his like shitty wooden mask, like tilted up to the top of his head. They're all dwarves uh, and is holding like a mug of, of uh, something. And there's like a big barrel. Uh, and another one is like scooping something out of uh, liquid out of the barrel to fill a mug. And they all turn and look at you. Door number two was Margarine. Margarine's door was locked. This was such a bad idea. <laughs> Door number three was Flack. Flack, you open up the door and you have discovered what appears to be a very long and deep crypt. A catacomb of some kind, perhaps. Uh, There are rows and rows of what appear to be uh, like open, loose graves or uh, otherwise kind of final resting places uh, where uh, there are skeletons uh, laying down um, you know, one after after the other on three levels. What? Um, and you oh, are they like in the walls? Yeah, they're of? in the walls. Yeah. Uh. So there's three three levels of basically really long shelves on each side of this hallway. Oh, you didn't that play you, Skyrim, did yeah, you? Yeah, I've seen this it's, in the video games. Get say, careful because like, the skeletons look it up. I feel like it's kind of like Werewolf by Night when they go into that room and the, the dis- ant comes sure. out of it. Yeah, yeah, not dissimilar. Yes, it's very Skyrim. Okay. Sometimes the skeletons games. get up and they have bows and arrows and you don't understand. Yeah. Isn't this where we fucking met Marta? Like a it's similar very, situation? Yeah. very similar. To, yeah, okay. Yes, except the skeletons in this room, much smaller. And also there's a break room down the hall. <laughs> <laughs> Different from Marta. Different from Marta. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Fletch, the door that you opened, door number four, opens into a shorter, not necessarily tunnel, but a shorter hallway, the end of which has a, uh, a very, very heavy uh, iron portcullis that is down, um, and it is barred with big iron bars, um, and there's a... Uh, roll perception. Percept, dude. Percept hard, dude. hard. Percept, dude. 25. Tw- oh, oh, yeah, with, oh with, a, uh, with a 25... There's a very uh, sharp, acrid smell that stings your nostrils coming from within. There's also a Ugh. faint green glow Ooh. Um, and a, a little bit of a mist that's kind of uh, hovering just above the floor. Uh, this is also green. Um, it's just kind of billowing out from this portcullis. Man, you uh, guys get like cool stuff. I just get some guys <laughs> that are on their break. At least you could open your door. That's. Oh. Did you say that out loud? Yeah. Marjorie uses her thieves' tools oh. to uh, try to crack this lock. Roll sleight of hand. Oh, come on. 10 plus 9, 19. 19 will. Uh, yes, you are able to successfully pick the lock. Wow. I open up my pants zipper and I and I look and I, and I have a shit eating grin a shit eating grin on uh, you open up your uh, 
you open up your door, you open up the lock, and you you are immediately met with loud clacking sounds uh, of machinery and uh, like bellows. There's like pumping sounds. There's air moving, uh, and there's a blast of heat that hits you as you open as you open this door. Oh, the <laughs> the three cultists that are in the break room that uh, that Zabbis has opened the door from are. Uh, surprised, the one who was drinking his uh, mug of grog uh, just drops it. I just go, oh, and I shut the door. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everybody, Russell here with a few quick announcements, then we can get you right back to it. Thanks so much for listening to episode 158 of D&D&D. Be sure to follow us on social media at D&D&Dpod on Twitter or D&D&Dpod on Instagram. Or email us at dndndpod at gmail.com. We have a subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash dndndpod. I think there is a Discord. I don't know how Discord works. And uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash dndndpod. Patrons who are subscribers at the t-shirt tier level or higher uh, will be getting the latest Patreon-exclusive t-shirt soon. Uh, Beth has completed design on a long-sleeve t-shirt featuring the faces of all the main characters, both from the main story and the prequel series, uh, as cookies. Uh, The sleeves feature uh, sugar cookies decorated with the faces of our main characters. Uh, It's a really fun design. It has a really great, like, old-school fantasy cover D&D title title card. I don't really know what to call it on the on the front. Um, And it's it's a it's such a a cool, like, old-school fantasy design. I love it. And now it could be yours on a T-shirt if you are a Patreon at that level. Uh, so those will be getting ordered before the end of the year. They're, though they will not arrive before Christmas. I'm, I'm sorry about that, but uh, you'll be getting those soon. Uh, and there will be another one uh, on the other side of the new year uh, to finish out the, the four for 2022. And then there will be four new shirts in 2023. Uh, speaking of Christmas, we will be uh, taking the week between Christmas and New Year's uh, off from, from releasing new episodes. Uh, so no episode on the 28th, but uh, today, obviously, new episode. Uh, and then next week, the 21st, a new episode. And then we'll be back with weekly episodes on the 4th. And we have plans, best laid plans, I know, but we have plans to release weekly uh, every week next year. Uh, that is uh, an ambitious goal, I know. Um, but it is all calendared out around conventions that we know of now, and barring personal issues that will come up, uh, we will have something every week next year, or or almost every week. Uh, you know, holidays and and stuff might uh, might have the occasional week off, but uh, I, I am I'm doing my very best to have content for you, the listeners, every week in 2023. Uh, most of which will be the main story. We are we are we are getting into season five, the real meat of season five, uh, and I want to um, you know build this arc into something satisfying for you guys, and and that comes with consistency. So stay tuned for season five, uh, the the real meat of it in twenty twenty three. That wasn't supposed to be a, a food pun, but I guess it was. Beth's shops open. BethBeRad.shop. Uh, pre-orders for the season four poster are already sold out. That's so amazing. Um, but the other ones are available as well as, uh, her other great artwork. Um, so check that out. BethryRad.shop, radshop.cool. Both will get you there. Uh, and you can get some of Beth's great art. Dead Meat also has new merch available. They've got Be Good People merch. Uh, I'm sure that, uh, if you're listening to this, you already know everything about Dead Meat. Uh, but if you don't, that's James and Chelsea's um, main job, um, and they have some of their great merch available as well. And you can listen to me on the Dead Meat podcast talk about the menu uh, from a couple weeks ago. Uh, I joined James and Chelsea on their show, their flagship uh, podcast of this house, um, to talk about the menu, which is a great movie, uh, food-related horror movie, and, and we talk about it. And it's a fun, fun discussion. So check that out as well. If you've seen the movie, if you haven't seen the movie yet, it's a lot of spoilers. Go see the movie and then listen. That's it for me for now. We'll be back next week uh, with 
a new episode and that will wrap us up uh, for the year. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks to everybody who, who shared their Spotify wrapped. I haven't even had a chance to really talk about that or, or dive into it, um, with everything that's been going on. But, but thank you so much for, uh, for everyone who listened and everybody who shared all of their listening habits, uh, on, on Twitter and everything. I love the wrapped. I think it's, it's a really fun way to celebrate, uh, you know, things that people like listening to music and podcasts. And it's, it's really cool. And it's so cool that, that we were in the top for so many of you. That's, that's very humbling. And, and we really, really appreciate it. All of us over here at the show, myself, especially, uh, it, it just means so much that the story means so much to, to you guys. Um, and I will, will continue telling it, uh, as long as you guys, continue listening to it. So thank you so much. Uh, and I won't drag this out anymore. Let's get back to the show after a couple of ads and our little stinger. So thanks everybody. Do what's fun. There is a moment. You have a brief moment now where the four of you are in this hallway and Zabbis has just reclosed that door. What happens in this moment? Was in there. There's guys in there. We can't go in there. Could I lock it? Yes. Oh, trap him in there. Roll sleight of hand. <laughs> we, we could just kill him. Well, 10 plus 9, 19. Oh 19 will lock the door from the outside and you snap off something inside of it so that Ooh. it's jammed. Uh, I assume that was your intent. Yes. Uh, and you just hear banging and, cl- and pulling and banging on the door and you hear yelling and dwarvish. I'm still smiling. <laughs> <laughs> from within. What do you do? See, that's faster than killing them. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you're the one killing them. Oh, f- <laughs> Never mind. You're pretty good at killing. Yeah. I feel like we're all pretty good at killing. Well, yeah, we're all kind of scary good talk- at it. Oh, oh, we're doing this so that they get scared behind the door? Yeah. I dream about knives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I dream about electrocuting people and then eating them. We love eating people. Mm. Roll, roll intimidation. And also I turn into a, a, a werewolf with a full moon. Oh, right. That's why you I eat them. That. You did have 26 <laughs> intimidation from Marge. 17. 17. <laughs> I should have done disadvantage for that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the jangling, the banging on the door uh, uh, stops for a moment. Yeah, that's stop. right. Yeah. I think I found, like, a special boiler room. Ooh. Is it cool? It was locked. Oh. Oh, that's that pretty cool. It means there's something good down there. What about you, Fletch? What'd you I find? found a room with bar, like, a big heavy bars and uh, green mist on the ground. Ooh. That sounds terrible. It sounds Magical. dangerous. It is, I think. I found a bunch of bastard skellies. Ooh. All stacked up on top of each other. Do they have stuff? Maybe. We could check. We could give another Marta, maybe. Oh, ask Marta to check them out. Oh, yeah. Do we have that? Yeah, you have, you have Marta. Marta. Okay. I don't think we brought Marta out this season. We have. Yeah, I think we have. At the uh, show. Oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> that just feels like a different world to me. I mean, maybe just because it was a while ago. It was above ground. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Marta, will you go and see if there's any... I don't know if these skeletons in there have any cool stuff on them. I feel like, you know, people are buried with cool stuff, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marta comes forth from the bone staff and materializes in front of you in her in her ghostly form uh, with the the Talon, ancient Talon Empire uniform, uh, as best you can see, and her big ghostly greatsword on her back. Uh, and she says, huh, yes, I'll go, I'll go check. I'll go investigate the graves. Thanks, Marta. Thank you. Uh, and Thanks, she Marta. floats back in there. Um, I'm glad she's allowed to. It feels like that could be something where there's a ghost code. Where, you know, oh, we're not allowed to like mess yeah. with skeletons. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you're a skeleton, you can mess with skeletons. She's uh, not a skeleton; she's a ghost. She lives in a skeleton. Hmm. Yeah. What? What I is guess we being? All do, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, are you guys? Where are you guys? Uh, I don't know. At the doorway, I guess. Yeah, so I'm. Mar- I'm standing next to. Yeah, I think we're just still standing yeah, in the doorway. Break room. Like, Get in there, Break Marta. Room door room. Uh, okay, Marta, Marta floats in to the catacomb hallway as you guys watch from the doorway. Uh, and she floats in and she starts to look, um, you know, inspect each skeleton as she goes. 
She gets about three deep and she's like, ah, nothing yet. Just looks like pieces of rotted wood over faces of dwarf skulls and bones. Oh. I never, I'm like looking at Fletch. I, I never really connected with Marta. <laughs> oh. Is this something that you desire? Whoa. Uh, okay, let me rephrase that. Is, it, uh, is that something you want? Oh, I like thinking about things I desire. Um, I mean, you guys all like her a lot. I just, I, I, I have to like get coffee with her, I think. Just yeah. like have a conversation. I don't really even know much about her history, you know? She's really She's, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like she yeah. kicked a lot of ass. She kicked life. lots of ass. Yeah. I, okay. Okay. Was, you can learn a lot from her. We did her, get yeah. to see her as a person, didn't we, briefly? In you, like a you vision. You guys did get to briefly see her as a person. Yeah. yeah. She was in life. It was like a, she, I forget. A it was like we were like looking through something and it was like that place, but. Maybe I just need to see her as a person and not as a big blue shape in the air. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys, I think, still have that object. It was the mask of uh, something. Ferdy? Uh, it was like a, a mask that let you look look into the past or, or, yeah. or something. We still have that? I believe it was just an, it was a, a, a listener submitted item, so it was just a it was just a regular treasure item <laughs> um, that uh, that now, that, that gained some more significance as a mask that lets you look through the eyes of dead things now that masks related to death became a big part of the story. We should uh, know that. <laughs> we should know that we, we have that. We should be using that. We have endless this, this pockets, is the season dude. For Our pockets things. are just full of crap that we, like, we all have like just junk drawers for pockets. You never know what you'll need. Period. <laughs> <laughs> Candy. You need, need to look at your list for that one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Budget <laughs> candy. You guys have got to the point in the it's RPG the thing where you just have the stuff you use, and you never look at anything else, but you keep picking shit up. And we never sell anything. Never sell anything because you, yeah. you don't need money. Mm-hmm. I just love a- accumulating things. <laughs> it's nice. Um, I had chewed gum here, but I cross it off. Well, swallowed it. Yeah, no. must have used it. You watch as Marta uh, inspects these uh, these bodies. She says that yes, there's. Rotted wood above dwarf skulls, but no interesting items. She gets a little bit further in. Uh, she gets about six uh, bodies deep, and uh, you see that her 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 visage, her 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 image, starts to stretch a little bit. What? Yeah, it starts to get pulled. Um, and uh, like and that. yeah, and she's like, ah, this is something strange. I'm. I'm feeling something, which is, that in and of itself is strange, because I haven't felt anything since long ago. Oh, okay. no. Marta, we should get you back out of there. I feel bad for, but what happens if like, a person goes in there, you know? I'm glad it wasn't. I know. Yeah. Well, okay, I don't want anything to happen to Marta. Marta, come back. Marta, come back. Uh, Marta, Marta starts back. to uh, hover back to you, but something is is still pulling her back, and now it starts to stretch her ghostly oh, no. form like 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 in Jumanji when they're like sucked into the no. game. Oh my god, that scared me so <laughs> much. And she's being pulled back into you're holding forth the bone staff oh. trying to call her back towards it, but she's being pulled back into the into the depths of the catacombs. What the fuck? And then no, no. she's pulled and um, stretched. Um uh and there's just a spectral hand reaching out towards you Zabus reaching out towards Marta's skull which caps the top of the bone staff and just I like hold the staff farther so she can maybe grab it. And she reaches and she reaches uh I'm going to cast dispel magic uh on like towards Marta where she's being pulled from. Okay? Okay. Uh the alarm stops. Oh. We could still hear it. Yep. And now it stops. Now it stops. Oh shit, I should have done this. Dispel long magic ago. is the equivalent of getting a Tupperware bin top and waving it at the smoke detector <laughs> in, in the kitchen. Uh, dispel magic is spells of third level or lower dispelled. Yes. And then you have to roll for above. Uh yes. Roll your roll. So uh my make an ability check using my spell casting ability. Yes, which, which is, is charisma, I believe. Twenty two. Ooh, twice. Oh. 22 is pretty good. Oh, pretty good. 
that'll work. Hell yeah. Uh, the spell ends and Marta comes f- f- like the, all of the stretched Marta comes flying up to catch up with the rest oh. of her form. Uh, and then she, with all of the effort that she had to try to reach the bone staff, it all catches up with her all at once and she slams into it. Uh, Zabbos, make a de- uh, dexterity saving throw. Uh, seven. Oh, no. <laughs> um, the force with which uh, Marta was trying so hard to get back to the bone staff and, and, and the suddenness with which it all caught back up to her, uh, she misses the bone staff and slams into Zabbos. No! Zabbos, make a wisdom saving Uh-oh. throw. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I'm not a smart man. I got plus zero wisdom, baby. Let's go. Twelve. Zabbos, you're now uh, possessed by Marta. No. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. And you look like a dragon. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You no. still have your wings and your little horns. Wait, where did Marta go? Um, into Zabbos. I know, Gressel. Okay, so, we, okay. What's happening here? Zabbos. Zabbos exists. I'm... But <laughs> and Marta exists both at the same time. Zarba, Zarba. <laughs> oh, this feels very weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! What? Wow! Wow! Zabbos never does accents. Yeah, <laughs> he I'm specifically so hates tall. them. Yeah. <laughs> I can see her. I can see her in her human form. That is that is something that also kind of weirdly does happen is that there is this weird kind of like phasing in and out where you can see both Zabbos and Marta kind of at the same time, but not really. Hello, who are we talking to? Are you Marta? Or are you Zabbos? I guess it's kind of both of us. Oh, mid-sentence, it switched. Damn. Damn. All right. Damn, I would, dude. I would like to take you out for an ale. Let's do Okay. <laughs> oh, no, no, yeah, that's later. Oh, my we'll gosh. We'll do that later. Okay. <laughs> uh, now that we have to realize. nice. No, we, I guess it does. It's, we have to realize we have a half ghost person with us now. What, what kind of cool things can we do? The other thing that materializes, the bone staff, Marta's bones, rearrange into her greatsword. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, cool. So uh, now it's like oh, it's sick. like it's like the sword and fucking fire emblem. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sick. Marbus, can you walk through wall still? Marbus. 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 Oh Marbus. shit! Can I go through walls, you guys? I run straight at a oh. wall. I run straight at the break room wall, like oh, the door that's locked. <laughs> uh, you just slam into it. There's oh, a big. God. You, you oh, okay. make full physical contact with it there's a big thud uh and then you hear uh from the other side a reaction of of like fear and dwarvish like, oh oh no, no you guys we said we're not gonna eat these ones this time <laughs> oh dang but i love eating people yeah so do i maybe do next we- time or if they give us any trouble okay, okay you just fine <clears throat> you hear like please you can tell that they're please <laughs> oh my gosh. uh from from them beyond uh the wall and npcs i know <laughs> they just showed up to do their jobs today <laughs> As a murderous cult, to be fair. Yeah, it's fair. It's a wow. Okay. Um. So I guess you can't knock Marta out of Zabbos. No. If I that's what was happening, think we're there. kind of stuck. Stuck uh, like this. Chelsea, I'm going. I'm going to message you some inf- <laughs> some information that Marta knows. Oh, okay. oh God. Wait, so could we have done this the whole time? Just have Marta kind of, you know... Possess one of us? Yeah, because like, uh, I'd be open to that experience. You have to be Marta. It's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, I don't know if I want that. <laughs> so, we probably don't want to go into the skeleton room. Yeah, that seems like a bad idea. Yeah. Um, Although, good job I will by say... What? Nope, you go. I just want to point out that I saved Marta from being sucked into whatever was going on there. And you turned off the big bleeping noise. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really appreciate that. I appreciate it. Did yeah. we? Wait a second, though. You you cast a spell that made magic go away. Yeah. So that means that the alarm was magic. Oh, yeah. That checks out. Right? So the cultists like oh. magic. They use magic for alarms. Yeah. That wasn't a science alarm. That wasn't no. a science alarm. <sighs> hypocrites. They're you hypocrites. know, maybe 
oh, maybe this boiler room is magic too. Oh, we should go in there and check it out. Oh, then. yeah. We haven't gone in the boiler room yet. Yeah. Although I'm Let's worried that it's also going to like check for traps. Yeah, let's I do. I open the boiler room door and I check for traps. You do your thieving. What uh, what is the result? 21. Yes, you are able to check for traps. There are no traps in the immediate uh, little hallway that takes you toward what you believe to be the boiler room. It's totally safe. Uh, are there any loose stones or anything on the ground? You said it was kind of yeah, like, totally. Okay, uh-huh. I pick one up and throw it in there. Okay. There's like me- we can hear mechanics, you can or hear, you can see mechanics. You can <laughs> hear. <laughs> yeah, you're still like rolling around. <laughs> your legs fully functional. Oh, but you're still in the little. Oh yeah, still, for sure. yeah, in your little contraption. I just hovering. love. I just remember the first time we ever played D and D. Like this is before this podcast. Like the first thing you ever did was it was me, you, and Mark. Yeah. I think playing with Gressel. I remember. A big fight taking place in a boiler room. So this is exciting. But it was like a huge boiler room. It was like the middle of a it was like the middle of a factory, I remember. Yes. This is <clears throat> as you uh go further down this hallway, it's not long. Um it's only probably about fifteen feet or so, and then you uh turn and follow it as it's as it winds its way into a large uh furnace room. This is t- a tall room. Um, it's not particularly wide. Uh, there is a huge pool of uh, lava, for all intents and purposes, a magma, that uh, molten stone or metal of some kind uh, that a large contraption sits over. There are, there are curved metal arms uh, that form toge- together form a circle. Uh, and a very large structure that holds these arms and looks as though it uh, articulates them uh, to turn them side to side. Wait, what? Whoa. Yeah. Wait. We just like walked into an anime mech room. Is it moving? Wait. It is slowly moving, turning. There's these two big... It's kind of like... I I forget what one of the... uh, Oh, I... I um, Astrolabe? Yeah, kind of. It's not, it's not, it doesn't depict any kind of celestial body. It's not like the one that you saw back in season three that was very clearly like, this is a representation of the cosmos. Armillary. 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 Yes. Uh, It is not, it does not depict heavenly bodies, but it is this very large circular thing that is turning. um, And uh, as it's turning, uh, roll perception someone. Um, I'll do it. Zabus, Marbus, you're going to have uh, advantage on all perception rolls because you have two sets of eyes. I rolled it. <laughs> I was going to ask how rolls are going to work. Okay. There's going to be weird stuff that's going to happen. This was a complete <laughs> improv, but I love it. What happens if I roll it. a one? Uh, you'll re-roll it. On, okay. thi- on this roll, you will re-roll it. What I got a seven. Okay, a seven still isn't going to really help you. I got a nat one. A uh, nat one. <laughs> so, uh, um, the heat is really affecting you. You're, oh, you're, not, you're, oh no. you're kind of like taken aback just by the heat coming off of this pool of molten yeah. uh, stone. I'm going to step back. Metal, whatever All right, it is. I'll do it. Perception? Yes. Oh, uh, six. Oh, boy. Okay, I rolled a 16. Okay, a 16 is enough <laughs> to see that as this huge thing is slowly turning above this pool of molten stone um little bloops of of magma are being kind of pulled up and they get closer to each time one of the arms swings low uh little bloops of lava are being pulled up toward the arm but then as they as it passes by they fall back down is it like they're defying gravity. Yeah, kind of. They're being like pulled. Oh, like up. a lava lamp almost. Yeah, like a lava oh, lamp. Cool. Okay. Uh, but <clears throat> as the arm passes by, they slow down. They they drop back down. Is this some kind of magnetic thing? Yeah, I'm pointing this out to everybody so yeah. everyone's on the same page. Oh yeah, yeah. those bloops. I wonder uh, if this is magnetic of some sort. Is you- there anything in the middle of this armature right now? Uh, there's not anything in the middle where you know it's rotating in the, around. In the, center of the circle that forms from these arms there's nothing in the middle but back in the in the mechanism that is turning the arms uh there looks to be a uh a large crystal um a a 
a focusing gem of some kind. Roll history. Yeah. Uh, everybody could roll this history roll. I think you've all encountered these devices, but Marjorie definitely has. Nine. God damn. Uh, four. Eighteen. L- Eleven. Flack of all people remembers that. Uh, remembers that, uh, recognizes this or, or suspects that this is a similar kind of focusing stone as to um, when you have seen uh, Morgan use devices to uh, create a projection uh, for, for her, her the contraptions the, the that she used to communicate over, over long distances. Didn't we experience that in the house, the goop house? Yes, you did. And we saw a room catch on fire or something? Yeah, that was that was the, yeah, that was yeah. Juno Marjorie. Yeah. Yep. Um yes, that is what this that's what this stone reminds you of, but it's very, very large. Um you okay. look opposite the direction uh, uh of this stone to see, okay, well if it's a focusing stone, what's it focusing on? Yeah. Um and you can see that the opposite wall is completely flat in a very intentional and purposeful purposely built way it's a movie room i was gonna say plato's <laughs> and there's a puppet show and interesting wait so what i'm sorry what does the focusing stone do again in the past you have seen a focusing stone being used to uh to communicate over long distances to project okay to project an image of another place yeah yeah yeah. And don't okay. use fire to do that it was a candle it was a yes. candle yeah this is so weird. What is this doing down here? I don't is know, there maybe... anyone down here? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, do you guys see anyone or no? We're good? Nobody sees anybody right now. Uh, I can't see someone, but I, I feel someone as much as I can feel Mar- stuff. Oh. Marta, you're <laughs> Abyss now. And so sometimes human bodies... Can sense the other human bodies around. We'll do that biology later. Uh, where, what direction is it coming from, Marbus? And I pull out my dagger. Ready to kill someone. Uh. Oh, she means, like, not us. Yeah, I don't think she means us. I think she means, like, some other presence. Um, some motherfucker. It's up there. Up. <laughs> Point Ooh. upwards. Let's see what this bell can do. And I try to float Uh-oh. vertically. Can I do you, that? What do you you what do you what I'm do you floating, want? Right? What do you want to do? No, you're on wheels now. Oh, wheels. Oh, hey, turn these into jets. Turn in these... a boiler room. <laughs> Make these <laughs> You know how to. You, you know you were you were previously levitating. Yeah, yeah. Make, I have a question. Yes. Can Zabas now float? Ooh, ooh, yeah! Like, how does this work exactly? You couldn't go through walls because you still have a physical form, but maybe you can float a little bit. Yeah, like not a ton, not a ton, because like, you're like weighed down. But yeah, you you can like you can you can kind of tap into some I ghostly can, like, abilities a little bit. Yeah, you can like, hover. You could you can I'm like an air hockey like, puck. M- yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're like you're having trouble kind of standing. Yeah, yeah. Like the friction is gone. Yeah, who's that, who's like that, that in Smash, like Lucera or Lucera or whatever? Lucia? Lucia, do they kind of float? Who kind of floats? Oh, in? no, Rosalina. Ro- yeah, Rosalina, oh, Rosalina kind of oh, floats, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's um, a Rosalina vibe. Yeah. Uh, the direction that Marta, uh, Marbus points when she says up is the top of the contraption. Oh, uh, I look up there. Do I see anything? Uh, there's like a uh, there's like a railing, and it looks like a podium of some kind, and then you can see that there's like levers sticking out. Show yourself. Hmm. I write um, egg hover jet on the tablet. Can egg I egg hover jet? Yeah, like like a little you like you sitting in a little egg. Like you're like a little doctor. Like a little egg man. Dr. Robotnik. You can just like bubble around. The wheels uh, <laughs> retract into the belt. Uh, there's a bunch of mechanical whirring sounds. I sketch it a little bit. Um, and a wireframe, uh, uh, like domed, uh, like bottom half of an eggshell comes out uh, to, to best represent Marjorie's drawing on the tablet. Is uh, it, It's not solid because there's not that many parts. But I it, sign the drawing. <laughs> <laughs> it gives you it gives you this little uh this little shell uh, uh frame um and you start to there's um some glowing energy that gives you a levitation ability 
And then there are some gears that form Marjorie's signature, and then those just fall. Oh. Don't waste those. I, I pick them up. Can, what happens if I send Etienne up? Wait, let me make sure I can still do that. Yes, you can. I'm going to write yeah. gears in my pocket. Yeah, he's around. Can I send Etienne up there because he glows? Uh, yes, you send Etienne up there and he glows. Uh, are you floating up there, Flack? Yeah. And Flack and Etienne float oh up God. towards the top of this contraption where, is this, where there is this platform. Let's go, little buddy. Um, <laughs> Etienne, like both of you now are really like Rosalina with Etienne. Yeah. It's like a little, oh my little God, star buddy. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> uh, Just like demon Rosalina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You float up there, the two of you, and as you uh, as you get higher, you realize how big this contraption is. It's probably thirty feet tall. Oh, jeez. Um, and these big, uh, these big curved arms are, are, are huge and heavy, and there's a big clank. You can see now that just beyond this, there's like a huge big pumping, uh, like, uh, like accordion-sized big cylinder that's like a pump that's going mm. up and down that seems to be related to slowly moving this, uh, this, uh, these arms. And you get to the top of it, and you see working on a workbench on the far end of the platform at the top of this contraption is a uh, dwarven person in not a cultist robe necessarily, but a robe that looks decayed and eaten by time. Uh, you can see that uh, one of the shoulders peeking out from uh, underneath uh, long, gray, dirty, matted hair is uh, bone. It's a shoulder bone. Not, uh, it doesn't have any flesh on it, though there is some flesh that is on the arm. Um, one of the legs, one of the feet that sticks out from underneath this robe is a skeletal foot, while the other has a boot on it. The thread that makes up the robe uh, has a shimmer and a color to it. It's blues and greens. It's not the kind of rough, spun, shitty robe that the other cultists have. Uh, and it, it almost looks as if it moves as you look at it. The figure turns around as you guys clear to get up to eye level with the platform. And one half of this dwarf's face uh, is completely rotted away to skull. Uh, the other is desiccated and withdrawn. Um, and a voice uh, calls out and, and asks, Do you require an aurora? An aurora? That's what he says. Hey guys, do we require an aurora? D&D and D is a More Park Media podcast and a Spotify preferred partner. Written and edited by me, James Gressel. D&D and D is performed by James A. Janice, Chelsea Rebecca, Beth Bradloff, and Mike Sigan.